When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How to save a life. That's what Dr. Mark Siegel does every day, the fray. I must tell you again, folks, my Twitter is now my porn. I swear to God. Oh, my God. I didn't know this morning when I got here that this uh, Errol Lewis thing would blow up, but I sent a tweet out early this morning. I did call him an idiot. I, I started it, no question about it, but he's come back and using those words that liberals tend to use when they can't win an argument. I'm so aggravated about his interview last night with Andrea Stewart-Cousins, where they both agreed that bail reform is not a problem. And um, well, he came back uh, at me in disgusting fashion. And I've asked the Bernie and Sid army, which is an army at this point. Forget about Russia and the Ukraine. I'll take the Bernie and Sid army over any army in the world. I mean that. These are the greatest fans and listeners God ever created. And they love us. They certainly love Bernard. And I think I'm gaining. <laughs> on a serious note, you guys have been tremendous on Twitter. And they're going at Errol. And they are kicking his ass all over Twitter. At Errol Lewis. And um, don't stop. Don't relent. I may get yelled at after the show by management. I don't care. I don't care. Why? Why would they yell at me? Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes, ah, you know, just talk about the big stories. Talk about the, the truckers. Talk about COVID. Talk about uh, the Russians. This well, is radio, folks. I mean, it's not like you're calling out like a friend of the station. No, not at all. No, he's an enemy of the state. So? He's a New York enemy. So? You're, as far I as know, I'm concerned, you're doing the right thing. Very Howard Sternish. I'm just saying. You're like a martyr. I am? Yeah. I'm like a hero? You're like a hero. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's actually, oh. honestly, uh, who would have thunk? <laughs> well, well, thank you for that. You're welcome. That brings us to our next guest. Talk about heroes. He does save lives every day. He's brilliant on Fox News. And even better right here, my good friend, Dr. Mark Siegel. Dr. Mark Siegel, Justin Ellick just described me as a hero, knowing me as well as you do. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think you're terrific. By the way, you're no idiot. I've done a mini metal status exam on you constantly, and you are a genius. You're brilliant, and an idiot is the last word. Maybe the guy's calling you an idiot is an idiot. I don't know. I mean, maybe I should dust off my, uh, I should remove my uh, my gloves and get into this fray. But I, I, I'm going to vouch for you every step of the way. Well, thank you. He's one of the uh, hosts on New York One. Actually, he's on uh, at night when you're probably on Fox News. You're telling the truth. He's lying. Hey, uh, Doctor Siegel, let's get to the Super Bowl. You're a yeah, big sports fan we've gone to a nick game together you're a met fan i love that about you we talk sports as much as we talk about covid what'd you take away from sunday's event in los angeles we'll start with the sports and then i'll go to the covid first of all i'm a big joe burrow fan and that's very unusual for me because i like old quarterbacks because they remind me of myself every time i see kelly i see jim kelly i think wow i'm still young i'm still young he's still throwing a football but but now he's retiring. But Joe Burrow, a young warrior, he's got the heart of a of a victor. He's got the heart of a hero. You know, he's dusted himself off. He limped off the field. Twenty two out of thirty three passes, two hundred sixty three yards. Stafford taking a victory lap. Twenty six out of 
40. But, you know, I'm not a Stafford fan. Okay, look, he waited 10 years to get into this. Burrow is an up-and-coming star. I'm, I'm predicting big things for the Bengals. I did not like the refs. I don't like all these penalties. I, I think they've ruined the last few games, actually. And there, there it was again in the Super Bowl. I like the halftime show, Sid, because it reminded me again that I'm not that old. Look at those guys. I, I don't care about Eminem kneeling, all that nonsense. He shouldn't have done that. It's a place to perform, not to make statements. On to the issue of COVID. Ridiculous. The Super Bowl shows in a microcosm exactly what's wrong with us as a country. Mask mandates. Did you get the memo? They're leaving them in L.A. County this week. How about moving it up two days? A mask mandate at the Super Bowl when? You're testing people who come in. You're, you're asking for vaccine cards. You got a ventilated stadium, by the way. Did you look? Did you idiots look up there and see the air blowing into <laughs> yeah. the stadium? And no one was wearing a mask anyway. Nobody. Even the politicians. Right. Certainly not the stars. Ridiculous COVID policy as usual. Yeah, and it, it continues here. I mean, you're right about Los Angeles, and they showed all the big stars, J Lo and Ben Affleck and Jay Z, and all them. None of them are wearing masks, but here. The uh, a profile in Courage, Kathy Hochul, the governor, came out last week and said, okay, as of last Thursday, businesses, you don't need a mask, which is great because now I go into restaurants and, and I go into, you know, uh, supermarkets and all this stuff. I don't have to wear a mask, but, but, but we still are yet to take the masks off the kids. I know it's a weekly conversation. I know it's getting redundant, but come on, man. My 13-year-old son is still wearing a mask. It's mummification. It's a form of control. It's a it's a a collar at this point because there's not even any discernment, Sid, about what kind of mask you're wearing, whether it's filthy, whether it's hanging off your chin, whether your three year old knows how to wear it properly, whether there's actually a place for it during school. By the way, maybe an assembly, sure, maybe an assembly, but sitting there in your in your seat where you can't read a teacher's face, where no one can read your face, where you can't learn a language, where you might have asthma, where the mask might be dirty. But you could get an infection. I mean, yeah. no, for, and and the hypocrisy of removing it in businesses where where you're more likely to have high risk people than in schools where you have very low risk people. No sense whatsoever. At a time when, most importantly, the cases are dropping through the floor, especially here in New York City. Thank God for that. Well, listen, it's going to be over no matter what. I, uh, like I, I told the story, right. I took Ava to the airport on Sunday, uh, Dr. Siegel, and she's on. she went to London, and I got yelled at online at British Airways for not wearing a mask. I understand the federal government is still making us wear masks in public places, but eventually, sooner than later, they're all going to have to come to the realization this thing is over. But my wife asked me a very good question, I thought, Danielle, last night, and that is, is it really going to be over? I've asked you this before. When it's over in a month or so, are they going to try to pull some other shenanigans, another another strain, another whatever it may be, or do you think in a month or so this thing will really be finally over? I'm going to sound an optimistic note. By the way, when she landed in London, nobody hit her with a billy club, I guarantee you. They just said, <laughs> here you go. You know, they already said a word about the mask. That's right. Listen, it, I am very optimistic because of something called the blanket of immunity. I think we've seen so many variants at this point and so many vaccines that were building up immunity. Almost everybody in the United States has some kind of immunity. A new variant 
most likely won't dent us. We're going to see this thing. It's not gone completely. But I think we're heading out of the pandemic. And the tool that can really help us, and I wrote about this in the Wall Street Journal this today, actually, is the Novavax vaccine. That vaccine actually uses the whole protein from the virus. It's very similar to the shingle shot, by the way. It's really an incredible technology. And it's old technology, not new. It's not going to scare people because they've already had their shingle shot. And I think that vaccine will give you much more durable immunity. So that's a tool I've been looking for. We got the tools now. The cases are dropping. I think we're on our way out. Novavax, I brought that up to you a couple of days ago. I said my wife was looking into it to buy it on the stock market. It was $89, and I had a good buddy who actually bought it that day based on our recommendation. Lost like 20000 but I think it's a long-term stock. I think that if you stick with Novavax, eventually with what you're talking about, how, how good it is and, and how effective it's going to be, that it's going to be a good buy because I think folks are really going to rely on Novavax in the not-so-distant future. I can't comment on stocks after having just written an article about it, but let's right. just say, <laughs> right. let's, it's just, let's just say coming. that I'm very it's gung-ho coming. on it. Yeah, it, it is it, coming. It uses a chemical from mo- from uh, from bar- the bark of a tree that you get in Chile. They use a chemical that's from a Chilean tree bark, soap bark, and that that gives it some power. And it's made inside of moth cells, and it's freaking terrific. Wow. Very powerful vaccine. Again, it's tried and true with shingles. I think it's durable. I think it's going, not going to replace the mRNA vaccine, but it, it, it's, it's going to be up there alongside it. And I, for myself, are probably going to take it if I need another booster. And I'm going to start recommending wow. it as soon, as soon, Sid, as the FDA gets off their duff and actually approves it, I should say. You know, you've mentioned uh, shingles a couple of times. And I was a horrible asthmatic, Dr. Mark Sugo, when I was a kid. It was so bad that a, a Theodore didn't work. I had to go straight to the hospital and get adrenaline. That's how bad it was. But the closest I came to death, believe it or not, was two summers ago working here with Bernard I got the shingles and I got it on my face it started off my right eye started to close and the next thing you know my whole head and my whole face covered with these brown sores and I ended up getting two blood disorders on top of it missed a whole week of work was in Columbia Presbyterian Hospital they were worried that maybe it got to my uh, my ocular uh, space in my eye I could lose my vision it was, I'm not kidding you, Mark, not only did I look horrible, I looked horrible, but it was five of the most uncomfortable days of my life. The shingles, it nearly killed me. That's how dangerous that stuff is. So I, I do recommend folks get that, uh, get that vaccine that, as well. By the way, Sid, that's how good the shot is, by the way. It's unbelievable that we found a shot that works against the recurring virus that's hiding in your body. Wow. And this shot clamps down your chances of getting sick from it from over 60% and getting a, a, a side effect like what you just described by about 70 80%. Wow. This is a very, very good shot. And, again, it's, it forms the backbone of what we're doing here with the COVID shot. I think maybe one more point that you'll laugh at. You know what? Not only are we coming out of this pandemic, but th- but the news media here in New York got the memo because it's really low in New York. As soon as it drops in New York, they stop covering it. When they stop covering it, the country thinks it's gone. We can return to normal life and stop with the depression and the suicide and the drinking. Right. We can go back out and work out like Sid does anyway. <laughs> God, I love you. You are such a great guest and such a positive enforcement on this show. And Bernie loves you, too. He sends his best. I love you, dearly. Thank you for hopping on today, Dr. Mark Siegel. We'll talk again very soon. Thank you, buddy. Right. Love and prayers to Bernie. Good to see you, Sid. All right, pal. Dr. Mark Siegel.